You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma podcast. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Excited to share this episode with you today. But before we do, I've got to thank our sponsors. First of all, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. They've been a huge part of this podcast for the last few years. So the Oklahoma Hall of Fame have been sharing Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com. And for daily updates, go to Oklahoma HOF on Instagram and give them a follow. Our other sponsor today is the Chickasaw Nation. Now, the Chickasaw Nation have sponsored pretty much everything in Oklahoma. They're a huge supporter of Oklahoma. And it's an honor to have their name and their brand supporting this podcast. So a huge shout out to Governor Anatoby for supporting this podcast. It really means a lot. And finally, our third sponsor is 988. The Oklahoma 988 Mental Health Lifeline, 988 is a direct three-digit lifeline that connects you with trained behavioral health professionals that can get all Oklahomans the help that they need. Learn more by visiting 988oklahoma.com. That's 988oklahoma.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. Uh, Gives me great pleasure to welcome my guests, uh, Brent and Leslie of Champion Plumbing. This is not going to be a boring podcast about plumbing. I can tell you that much. Uh, if you're looking at the title and you're thinking, hmm, plumbing, I don't want to listen to that. You should. You should click on You should listen to this one. Because uh, there's a lot of cool, I think, you're going to learn a lot about business, a lot about family, life, Oklahoma culture, giving as a business. But thank you so much, you guys, for coming down. Excited to dive into it. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I guess let's start with, I mean, how'd you guys meet? <laughs> Ooh. There was no prep for that question. Well, I mean, it's, you know. So. Ironically. Do you, okay, you tell the well, story. Well, ironically, we're, so we're from little suburbs right next to each other. Okay. Um, I knew all of her friends. She knew all of mine. Um, growing up. Growing up, yeah. Our high schools were rivals. I'll be honest, they're, I partied with most of her friends, but I didn't know her. Um, and we happened to have a mutual friend that had graduated college and was having a little get together downtown and we both showed up that night and she's loved me every day since best day of his life best day of your life <laughs> best day of his life yeah what's your side of the story so that is true we met at a party and dated for four months and got married okay and that was 13 years ago 14 years ago I, she she liked it and so she put a ring on it um i really did it was like <laughs> During that time, I think I was 27 and I was looking to buy a house on my own. Yeah. And I was looking at a house and I was like, man, I don't think I can cut it. I wonder if Brent and I could do this together. And so I asked him, I said, hey, what do you think about this house? He's like, I like it. You know, not the rest was history. And I was like, yeah. well, we can't live together unless we're married. I always joke. I'm like, after asking, and asking, like, and asking, I, I asked finally him, said yes. Essentially. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. And at 27, you're kind of ready, Yeah, right? I was ready. Yeah. It's funny. I have a friend of mine who lives here. He's also from Wales, but he's like 32, 33. And he's like, keeps dating all these 24, 25 year olds. I'm like, no, dude, like, stop. Mm-hmm. Please. Like, do yourself a favor. We were ready, I think, to settle down and, um... Well, it's, we did. It sucks getting old because, like, I'm at like we're at that age now where if I meet somebody who's 23, 24, even if they're nice, no offense against you youngsters out there, but I don't There's have anything in common, common with them. Anymore. Nothing yeah. anymore, right? That gen, like, I, I'm I'm 32, and like, you know, the 90s kind of. My brother's five years younger than me, and his generation grew up so different to me. You know, they grew up playing Call of Duty and Xbox, and yep. we grew up 
running around outside. Yeah, right. Like, and it's only in a five year span, but you're right. Like, you know, you meet people who are graduating now and they're like, yeah, like I just spent my life on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, go outside, please. <laughs> Get dirty, yeah. break your arm. Right. Like, something, you know, like, something. Do something. Bloody nose. Anything, yeah, exactly. Please. Yeah. yeah. So, so that time then, I mean, I got married in nine months and I thought that was le- like less. Um, slight green card I will say most people, <laughs> most people who listen to this podcast will probably know the story um, but she's awesome we're still married she's great uh, as much as she hates social engagements I drag her to some social engagements every now and then and uh, she hates to sh- hates to show me that she's enjoying herself mm-hmm. uh, because she really doesn't want to go yeah I'm uh, probably the social butterfly of our group yeah yeah I'm an introvert okay so um when we go to these conferences and we get to meet all of our friends that are social media friends that live in other states in the industry, I like to have him with me because he's an extrovert and I kind of push that onto him. Yeah. So when you guys meet then, do you guys, are you in the business? Like how, how does this whole thing come together then? Do you have, you know, an idea of what you're doing? Are you working a full-time job at the time? I I was working a full-time job. Okay. Um, That kind of came to an end and, at this time, we were married, mm-hmm. and I, ironically, her dad built houses, mm-hmm. and we actually pulled all of those files and thought, I, we just basically asked her mom and dad, out of uh, the trades, who makes the most money? Yeah. who When they and, when you were writing those checks um, for the trades, it was like electrical, HVAC, or plumbing, and the plumber did, and he had already been working for the gas company, so he had a lot of that knowledge, and he's just mechanically inclined like that. So literally, that's how we made that decision at that time. Literally, that's how we made it. They were like, oh, easy, the plumber. And yeah. I had— So I went, I went and got a job plumbing and— Well, I went to the Votech. Yeah. Then got Votech a job for a while. Yeah, yep. doing new construction yep. plumbing. Yeah. Just this is what we're going to do. It's pretty hands on. It's a. It's going to be a business that people coming out of college aren't going to go into. Right. 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 Like with with most of the trades. Well, and I had and I had plenty of college experience and all that, but I like the difference is when you go into the trades and you know you're going to make a career of it. I'd like from the very beginning we said one day we're we going to go into business. In you had a yeah. plan. Yeah. Like yeah. we were looking at the end from the very start. Yeah. We knew we're going to have a plumbing company. Yeah. Wow. It's funny to yeah. think about yeah. that now. Yeah. Leslie, we knew nothing about time? anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. did, like I, I had, mean, we still don't. I had a degree. <laughs> that's why you hire great people. I, that's right. I graduated. I had a degree. I was working in oil and gas. That was my, you know, that my work history was in oil and gas. And as you know, in Oklahoma, it's just up or down, up or down. Mm-hmm. And I think I had experienced my last layoff while I was pregnant with my youngest. And I thought, I just cannot go through this again. So... We decided to start a company. Decided to start, yeah. So in fact, yeah. when, when she was, after she had had our little one and was no longer pregnant, she, I don't, you've never gone back to work. No, and that was really how this was born out of it, is I was like, I cannot do daycare again. Yeah. I had to do it with my oldest. It broke my heart. And then when when my little one got I mean, here. we already we had ju- a company at that point. You just never went back to work. Right. I had. Official work. I had. had accepted a job and I kept pushing back the start date and it was just no, we need to figure out how to make this work. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, when we started, we were doing new construction under another name. Yeah. We're not profitable in that. We started over, rebranded into residential service, hired a coach and went into residential service plumbing. And we're in our fourth year of that. And we've grown substantially. 
Um, and it was a game changer for our family and just what we've been able to do in our community. It's actually funny. It started with me in a van and her on the phones answering Yeah. from our house. Yeah. That's how it started. Yeah. And then we realized really quickly, this is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work. I was like, I remember telling our coach, I cannot work with this guy. Yeah. I, I cannot work with She'd this guy. She'd call me on a job and I'd be like, well, I'm going to be here maybe another hour or so. An hour and one minute. I'm getting a phone call. Are you done yet? Where are you? I've got another customer. You need to head there right now. Our first I, hire. I can't leave this house to go to that house. Like, that's not how this works. Our, our first hire. <laughs> and we knew immediately, okay, we need to get people between us. Because, yes. right. you know, yeah. we're still that way. Um, was hiring someone else to answer the phone and dispatch calls to him mm-hmm. to have that buffer in between us. Yeah. And it changed everything because immediately yeah. she was like, oh, just take your time. I'll call the customer. Yeah, don't call. Don't, call don't, yeah. All I'm going to work on the business while you're working in the business. I'm going to, you know, and that's what yeah. I did once we had that first hire and we just went from there. And great for your marriage, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. And we've had to do that even recently on some things. Uh-huh. Like, well, that's like one thing that's, uh, you know, 100% true is when you're a husband and wife team running a business, it it's hard to separate. It's so hard to separate the two. There's no separation. business. I mean, I take her out on date night and it's super duper hard to not start talking about business. And But to be fair, we love and we have found such satisfaction and fulfillment from growing our business to where we started to where we are. But when you're not careful about separating that, then there's no more personal relationship. It's just business and you become partners. And I feel like we were really lucky this year. We saw this coming and we had to have kind of a come to Jesus talk and go, okay, wait a second. We've got to refocus yeah. and restructure our priorities. Mm-hmm. And that's probably something that's just going to cycle through your life, uh, life's life cycle as well, right? It's just, you're going to have these moments, right? Everyone gets comfortable and then like you need that come to Jesus moment. And I mean, every relationship goes through that. You just have a business involved in the right. whole thing just too, right? Just a whole other layer on top of yeah. it. Yeah. And everything else. And all those conversations are super cordial. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. We never yell at each other. From, from across the room, right. uh, yeah, out of out of shot right. of flying objects. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I love it. There's a lot of things that go into plumbing, and most of those are, are fly, can be flying objects. Right. <laughs> yes. Dangerous weapons. Yes. Dangerous weapons. So the, well, the interesting thing that, that stands out there is you guys. You mentioned you hired a coach. Tell me about that decision, because that's a big decision for a lot of small businesses, because well, it can be very expensive. I will say that a really, you know, we get asked this question a lot um, whenever we've been asked to do podcasts or like, what is your advice to people just starting out or whatever? What, what should their takeaway be? And I will say something about Brent and I is we're polar opposites mm-hmm. and I'm a researcher and I was like, OK, if we are starting over what can we do to help ourselves? And we didn't have any money to do this, but we found a consultant, a coach where basically we were just like, tell us what to do. And we were very teachable and we're still very teachable because I think ego stands in the way of people really succeeding. So we had, we found someone very specific to our trade, what we wanted to do. We, we had a good vibe with them and throughout the years we've switched coaching um, to where we're at and what season we're in. But I mean, 100%, we would not have been able to do what we did without having a coach. And just someone speaking life into us, giving us instruction. It, I mean, it's it was crucial well, for us. No matter where you're at or what you do, there's somebody out there who's done it before you and did it big or 
even if they didn't, they've learned lessons that they can share with you mm-hmm. that can save you a lot of time and headache. Right. We're not reinventing the wheel. Right. There have already been successful plumbing companies and husband and wife teams doing it out there. We didn't have to, we didn't have to come up without ourselves, right. you know? Yeah, which is the beauty of it, right? Mm-hmm. And again, back to just being in this country, and I've said this a million times on the podcast, it's like there's the in other countries and maybe in other states, I don't know this, but when you go to people for advice who are in your industry in other countries, sometimes they're bitter and they don't want you to succeed, right? right. Whereas here, especially in Oklahoma, everyone is like, you're not in my market, and even if you were, I'd love to help you. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. like, a help, rising you know. tide raises yeah. all ships, yeah. Mm-hmm. We say that all the time, you know, um, we have what you would call competitors that have reached out to us or asked us questions. And um, it's, you know, it just helps us if we can get, because Brent's whole thing when we started this is to bring respect back to the trades. So that means we are not your butt crack plumber Uh showing up. We have top of the line technology. Our plumbers look good, smell good. When they show up, you should feel safe. You're gonna, you know, we're fully fully digital. Yeah. You know, we have on-point branding, so we want others in our area to be raised. We want to raise the bar for that. Like, we, we say it, we are the standard mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And a par- and an- But another part is a previous conversation is you want to raise that bar so that high school and high school kids see this is an opportunity where they can go out and live a great life and not be saddled with student loan debt. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So you have to bring a level of respect back. I mean, it's it can be like a three hundred, four hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollars swing. Yeah, yeah. Versus versus spending two hundred for four and it's years recession versus proof. making two hundred for yeah. four years. Yeah, it's recession proof, and um, it's a it's a there is that is not talked about enough. You know, we right. want to change that. Right. So I mean, just trying to get everybody out of that feaster famine, feaster yes. famine, right? right. Like it's. There's plenty to go around. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody. Yeah. There's opportunity for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right, and and you you are changing the stigma around what you mm-hmm. just said. Right, is like that, but crack plumber and yes. like you know people coming out of high school. You know, and even if they're not well educated and they don't want to go to college, or well, what are they going to do? And it's showing them that this is a legit opportunity. Mm-hmm. And whether that's showing that through you know just great branding, social media work, or by you know being successful and having those conversations and being in the community, not say, not to generate business, but to show these kids coming right. out that or g- girls as well to come out that hey, there's an opportunity here. Yeah, right. absolutely, there is. Which is really that that probably there's probably days that you come home from work and you're like, I had a really good conversation with like a mm-hmm. 16 year old kid today, yep. and it like changed my life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or their parents. It's really about changing the minds yes. of the parents. Uh-huh. It has to start with the parents. Very true. You know. Um, And I think we've been really lucky in our own community where we've had people see kind of, you know, the job we've done branding ourselves on social media because that's where the eyes are, that it has has given them pause and go, okay, we've seen... We've seen them do this. Maybe this is an opportunity for my own kid. Or I know Leslie. Let me ask her. You know, I've had several friends in their own kids where we've created an apprenticeship program for them. And they'll yeah. come back in the summers, you know. So we're really proud of that. That's something that's a priority to us is to change that and bring the respect back to the trades. Yeah. Tell, tell me about the, you mentioned when you started, you were under a different name. Tell me about, like, the rebrand and then the branding that you guys do now. Because... I mean, your vans stand out. The logo's great. You so, know, the name is 
you know, it's Okay, really so good. in new construction, you really don't have to worry about branding. You're only, of yeah, course. You're you just have to find a builder. Yeah, yeah. yeah your and customers they are builders. That's very true. And they don't care what you look like or right. you can drive a beat-up truck. That There's no... Um, there's really not a need for that. So we knew when we rebranded, um, we took stock of the successful companies. What did this? And this came back to the coaching. You know, how do we come up with a name? Well, Brent is my champion, and I know his story. And so when I look at from when I know his story and I look at where he is now, that's how Champion Plumbing was born because he's my champion. And then we just really. <laughs> It's on recording. It's on recording. Um, and then once we create, we got with the right graphic artist, you know, graphic designer, it was, we put that everywhere. You know, we have a rolling billboard. You're going to see us. We have a huge following on TikTok. We have an amazing social media strategist. So branding for us just tells our story. It allows our, our customers a level of comfort before we even show up at their door. They get a sense of who we are um, as a family. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it all, it all, all of it together goes in to tell the masses who we are before we ever show up. Yeah. That's the whole point of all of it. And, yeah. And that's an important part when you are asking people to let you into their home. Um, you know, I, that's I, a privilege to be able to get yeah, in somebody's yeah. home. Yeah. A thousand percent. And that's how I coach. And they picked guys. us over yeah. any other person they could have company mm-hmm. they could have Googled, you know, so, you know, we don't take that lightly. Right. Well, and having that trust, cause like ninety percent of the people who are employing you to do to do work know nothing about what they do. No. That's why they call you. And they don't. Right. Nobody you wants know? to wake up and call a plumber. No, no one wants nobody. to wake up call anybody. No, <laughs> right. you don't yeah. want to talk. Yeah. Or, That's yeah. what I tell my guys all the time. These they don't want. They don't want new water heaters. They want yeah. to go to Hawaii. Yeah, right. They don't want to relay their sewer. They want. They want to take a family vacation to the Disney yeah. World yeah. or get a new car. That's yeah. what people want. Yeah. And what we do in our tasks. These aren't fun purchases. Right. I mean, right. we are tasked Typically. with making people comfortable with spending their money in this in this right. position. And if, yeah. you know, and giving them options, like we offer financing or, you know, and just really for us, when we get in the home, it's about educating the customer on what's happening in their plumbing system. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, obviously, Brent being your champion and a little bit about where he's come from. I'd love to hear that story if we got time, if you want to share you want to give them the short and dirty of that? Or you want me to? I mean, I'm. You can. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I'd love to hear how you're. Well, I just look at um, Brent did not have an easy childhood. Okay. And um, he got in a lot of trouble in high school. You know, he graduated from alternative school. And we yeah. had a kind of full circle moment a couple months ago where we went into Dell City High School because we're now sponsoring their football games. And he had to go to the principal's office and shake the hand. <laughs> and we were sitting there and he was like, different it's principal now, though. So he was like, Leslie, this is weird because now I'm sitting here basically in a position of power and authority. And before he was always in trouble. I mean, he got kicked out. Yeah. So um, there, and there's a lot more layers to those things going on, but that was hugely powerful in that moment because this is why we talk about how the trade change lives. Yeah. Yeah, and that that helps you relate to kids coming out if they've had a great childhood or if they've not. Like you can say, look, I've been there. 
I've been there and at that some of that time in my life I'd know what I was going to do I could have ended up doing some really bad stuff or whatever it could have been who knows what could have happened but now I'm a business owner I'm successful and I'm giving back right, right absolutely so that's really that's why you guys should have your own podcast <laughs> uh, back to the branding side of things then uh, you mentioned you guys have a social media strategist you're big on TikTok mm-hmm. most people in plumbing aren't doing that right I assume they you know. aren't I, I do I will say um, I feel like we pioneered that in a way we've been on it for a couple years and that's really how a lot of people in our space know us Mm -hmm. and I get asked that question a lot um it was about the beginning so it would been it would have been the end of 2020 um where I was thinking about okay what are our marketing goals for 21 it was when we had really kind of reached this level where we could see this thing going Mm -hmm. nuts so for 21 when we really focused on branding and recruiting I thought okay where are all the eyes I didn't have a TikTok. Right. Um, now I do. And it's, I get into that scrolling. But we, you know, I hired a social media strategist and she's just brilliant. And I owe all of that to her. And the important part of that is because when you are a business owner and you're wearing so many hats, as we do, you have to delegate out the tasks that you're not gifted at. And I, I wasn't gifted and I didn't want to do it. But that was a huge part of we need to spend the money here before we really have it because you have to spend the money to make the money, set up the process, delegate out to grow your business. And so um, we just have kind of a, I, ha, I feel like I've built a dream team of marketing vendors that I trust and I love and they've been with us and um, they've been a huge part yeah. of our success. And is it a lot of... Um informational content I, I don't assume you're out there dancing doing TikTok we videos. have danced you would, you would assume um, wrong <laughs> we, ha- we have danced um, nowadays she does a lot more we have our team more involved like in the beginning it was kind of like Leslie can you do this dance and I would I still make him do funny stuff but we have yeah. delegated that out we do yeah. a lot of educational content our biggest hits are when we have our guys um, it's YouTube, you know, it's surpa- yeah. TikTok has surpassed YouTube. So, yeah. and now Google, Google search words are part of TikTok SEO. It all works together and we, we align those in a monthly content strategy. Um, but she does a great job of repurposing. Yeah. But we also have had, um, we had a, we had Yellow Dog Creative out last fall and got a ton, because we did some commercials, mm-hmm. but we got a ton of really fun, fun behind the scenes stuff that looks yeah. really cool to repurpose onto TikTok ads and things like that. Right. So she's just like a genius at yeah. repurposing. Yeah. When it's really good, I mean, it, it gets every, I mean, everybody's a little bit involved in it. It's not mm-hmm. just me and Leslie. It's not right. just some random actor that yeah. paid 50 bucks to take yeah. a photo of or something. And yeah. it's my, Who like, does not have calloused hands. Yeah. Right. Like those <laughs> right. are actually like, when you look at it and you see those faces, a lot of those, those guys, are people. I, those are people. Yeah, they work good. for us. And yeah. I'm all over TikTok. And ironically, I do not have TikTok on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's good that like, like, you know, you're there recording the commercial and I watched one of them and it does look really good. But the best thing about it is you just roll camera all day and you have so much content. Yes. So much right? content. Yeah. And, and, and video content is lost. king. Yes. Video con- video content is king. <laughs> king. So um, it never is wasted. And yeah. you can reuse it with a new trending sound at any time and you can get those hits over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, because they've been short. Well, short and at this point... Oh, I yep. haven't seen this video before. Right. Well, you have. It's just a different song. Well, and at this point, we have so much old content that it takes less pressure on us to yes. constantly... And right now, we're getting to where we are creating a schedule of we're going to get a bunch of footage at once and like she's going to come up we're putting that in the budget for 23 she's going to come up we're going to knock out a bunch so for the rest of the year 
she's not having to text me and go, hey, go do this, go do this. So I mean, if there's something that's really trending out there that's yeah, we blowing need to up, we'll do she will something. text us, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do something funny. That's great to have that, right? And, and you know, you're not just kind of hiring your standard marketing agency that says, hey, we've got two billboards for sale. Do you want one? And yeah. right. no one's looking right. at it. And, all. Like it's this, and it also makes it exciting for you guys, right? Because mm-hmm. marketing as an expense and a business side of things, you know, it, it's there to generate sales. But most people, like when, when business goes down, it's the first thing to go, mm-hmm. which right. makes no sense right. to me at all. Um, but when you make it fun and enjoyable and video, you guys, you know, it's, it's fun to do. I got to mm-hmm. use these dancing skills somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't be on the dance floor every Friday, Saturday, now you have kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I get looked at weird when, the, when you're in your 40s and go to the, go to the local bar. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, there's, you can find some places. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, so with, with the stuff, are you predominantly then Oklahoma City-based? Is the goal to go further, franchise out, or are you just like, this is our market, we're going to... We really feel like yeah. this is our market, and we'll be adding other verticals, okay. such as HVAC and electrical and who knows what. We, um, well, I wouldn't say today, we ever ruled asked, it out completely, sure. but, yeah. but as of right now, we're still focusing on this market. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah. Okies. Yeah. Yeah. So back to that then, to set some more context, it sounds like you grew up in Midwest City, Dell City area. Correct. What about the same place? He grew up in Dell City. I grew up in Midwest City. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but what is it like for you growing up in that area and seeing it now and being able to go back and sponsor football games and have that community to give back to? So it's full circle. It's nice to be able to go back and do whatever we can to sponsor those things. It feels good, though, to go back and do that, mm-hmm. have that moment of being in the principal's office. Right. Like, it's weird. Being in there and not being in trouble. That yeah. Was, um, yeah. That was a cool moment. Yeah, that is a cool moment to have. And and it's good, like, that you don't, you remember that, right? You remember where you grew up. You're not like, you know, I'm never going back there. This is a bad experience in my life. Not happening. Like, the fact that you have it in you to go back says a lot about you, the both of you, to do that, right? Not only that, but we've also placed one of our shops in Midwest City. Okay. Yeah. How many how many shops do you have? Well, we have one main area, and then we have yeah. several um, other kind of satellites. But all of our all of like all the team meets at one. Mm-hmm. And right, um, business obviously sounds like it's growing, mm-hmm. and, and and employees adding employees every yeah. now and then. Is that tough to find new employees? Yes. Very hard to like number one I, hardest yes. thing to find. And, I, and it's probably not like yes. you probably can't limit that to just the trades right sure. now. I mean that's yeah. everything. Everywhere, yeah. Um, there was a trade shortage harder. before COVID, and then it's like COVID made it even more competitive and worse. And plumbers are extra. No offense, but um, of all the trades, I extra think special they can be kind of divas. Yeah. So that yeah. is a struggle that we go through, um, but it's kind of just part of the business and it's not unique to just us. I mean, right. it's typical. Right. I mean, even with the team, you know, I, I, I'm really proud of our team now that we have, but it, we didn't grow it overnight. Like yeah. it, there has been some turnover. There is, you know, cause you can't, not everybody that walks in your door is a rock star. Um, not everybody takes it as a career path. Not everybody mm-hmm. takes it as seriously. They as don't I fit do. your culture. Yeah. That's really the main thing. They can be a total rock star in the field, but if they're a cancer in the shop, you're not going to get to yeah. stay. Well, and they might want to go on. They're using you as a stepping stone to go yeah. on and do their own business. And I'm even okay and that's with fine. that. Which I'm is great. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. I don't mind teaching what I know. I mean, mm-hmm. that's part of giving back, giving back to the industry. And I can't, I can't change the culture of plumbing. Yeah. 
just by Champion Plumbing. It, I would have to change it by people who pass through and, and, and build a legacy right. under their own name. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all part of it, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. What's it, um, Leslie, for you, what's it like being a female in the construction industry? Um, well, for me, I came from oil and gas, so there's really no bigger good old boy network than that. Yeah. So great this training. Is, <laughs> this is just another. Um, and since I'm not a female in the field, I'm not a female technician. I deal with things on the business side. I mean, I still get, you know, vendors and stuff that call me honey or sweetheart or whatever. And it's just what it is. It's a joke. Um, I can hold my own. Yeah. So she can hold her own. I try not to take things too personally because I feel very blessed to be in the position I'm in. Um, and I love it. What's the, what's the culture in Oklahoma City like with women in construction? Because there is a lot of you. And I have some friends of mine who are in the architectural side, they're in the building side, they're, in, they're all over it. I can't speak for others. I can say to me, um, the type of uh, relationships that I have on the growth side and, you know, whether that be financial with the banks, with um, local marketing uh, vendors trying to solicit me, I don't feel, um, and I'm not on our phones. So I will say you get someone calling in and they want to talk to a plumber, they can be pretty rude to a female. And I know that my ladies can experience that. I don't feel... I feel like I'm in a special position because I get to be an example. So if there is, and most men our age are not the problem. It's the older generation and it's more of when I think about it, like bless his heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has no idea. He just doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just really try not to take offense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I could get pissed off all the time about a lot of things. Yeah. So, um, well, it, it depends on the day you ask me, but I feel like I've been, I have been shielded from it um, because of the support system I have in the tra- other trades and other businesses. But, um, you know, I will say, you know, we have um, like private equity is really big in our space right now, buying up Interesting. a business like ours. And yeah. we were at a conference in Dallas and there had been one that had been kind of hollering at us for a while. And they were, you know, of course I'm the one on social media. So they're the one talking to me. And then yeah. we got in that meeting and they would only look at Brent and ask him questions. And I said, when we left, I said, they don't know that they don't even know what they did. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I'm totally oblivious. And there'll probably be a time that I tell them. Right. Um, but that's the last may, time. I think you may have just done that. Oh, but, but that but that will be the last time I can really think of a time I felt slighted because I was a female. Sure. Because I'm the one, you know, making a lot of moves and you're talking to me. And then we sit down in person to finally meet at this event. And you were sitting across from each other. And when there's a question about business, you ask Brent. If there's a question about family, you ask me. And I don't think it was intentional. I think it's one of those things that happen and they probably don't even know. Right. It's just ingrained in them. But it's just I went away them. with that meet from that meeting thinking this is probably not ever going to be a partner for us. Right. Yeah. Is that ever a choice with, with the private equity stuff? Oh, you get to decide who you want to partner yeah. with. Yeah. You like guys are- we're the, we're the. No, I mean like, is that an option? Sorry, not choice. Is that an option for you guys? 
someday. Really, yeah, going yeah, down the road. someday it will be with the right partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would just be to skyrocket growth and really take off. That would just be us finding someone we could really see ourselves helping us grow our business. I mean, gotcha. it, it, it's it's kind of like going into relationship. Yeah, of course. You yeah. know, because we're not like a lot of others. You know, we want to keep things. Um, small like we want our culture to feel small even though we're going to be big and take over and our goal is to dominate we have certain priorities that are non-negotiable mm-hmm. so it'll take the right partner the right feel and um it'll be at the right time yeah yeah, yeah. to that point i about staying small i'm reading a book right now and obviously i can't remember what the name of it is because it's just typical but um <laughs> it's basically about being small and mighty and keeping a small shop but really dominating and, and all the, 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 I'll send you the, the book because it's you might have already read it but it's really cool because it talks about you know by scaling so much you're just giving yourself so many headaches instead of keeping yourself small mm-hmm. and just still there's a sweet spot yeah there is right. a sweet spot and making an extra you know a ton of money doesn't necessarily make your lives better it's what there's right. a, talking exactly about that I'd love spot. to when you remember yeah. the title yeah I'll when I get back to the house I'll text you a picture of it because it's uh, it's a really good book and it's you know, it's all about kind of family businesses that mm-hmm. have just decided that to stay small and it's it would be exactly the same as your situation. So it's good stuff. Um, nice. To that point, you guys read quite a bit. You, you seem like you're a researcher. Are you into the business I'm a side reader. of things? Yeah, I'm a reader. Yeah. What's then, I mean, I'm sure you've asked this, been asked this before, but top five books. So I just read a really good book by John Acuff called Soundtracks, okay. and it's about over people that overthink. So that's a really good one. Um, right now I'm reading, is it The Gap in the Gain or In the Gap in the Gain, about how um, entrepreneurs can fall into, basically, we have more depression than anyone else because we're always measuring ourselves. Because we're so, um, we're such high overachievers, we're always measuring ourselves against something in the future and not what we've already done. That one's been really good for me. Um and then I have other books that I just enjoy, like the biography of Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I don't know if you're a believer in anyone. That's like such a good book. Yeah. But, um, he was a pacifist during, um, was it World War One or two? Um, gosh, I don't know. That's do a good you, question. Do you find it hard to, to that point of, of being an entrepreneur and, and, and having, you know, some issues or whatever most people do, do you find it hard to celebrate your wins? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a common thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like we really find it hard to just, because like you said, with, there's always the next goal. There's always mm-hmm. the next thing on social media. There's always the next, you know, with thing banned, we've got to mm-hmm. get a level we've got to get to. But it's yeah. interesting to try and to, to, to dive into the dynamic of, we crushed it this month. Right. Like, like how do we celebrate that? And how do we, we find time to do that well, and bring our family in too? And because in your seasons of growth, you know, there's there's seasons where you win in different ways and it's not always revenue. Right. But revenue's sexy. Everyone wants to talk about revenue. Mm-hmm. Um and even ways that we've won personally, how we've gone through some really diff- difficult things in our personal life in the past year that we thought we wouldn't get through, but now we can look back and go, that was a blessing because you know, we love each other today and we have a newfound love for each other. So, um, this is, I'm really excited about this, the book that I'm reading right now, the gap in the gain or in the gap in the gain, mm-hmm. um, because I need that because I am the worst about, but we didn't hit this goal the way I think we should have hit it. Yeah. It should have happened this way. Well, and it's really easy to kind of lose the perspective of 
you know, sitting back and thinking, God, four years ago to where we are now. Yeah. You know, if you look at the, the giant picture of all of it, mm-hmm. you see the gains and you go, wow, wait, yeah. why am I, why am I, you know, why am I upset? Or why, you know, we are here. Like now we're building from an even better spot than we were four years ago. So we've done something right. Yeah. Um, and, but it, you can easily lose perspective on that, right? Have a bad month and yeah. the sky's falling. What's happening? Everybody's lost their minds. Right. And you really have to be able to look at your losses and your failures of learning moments. And you have to switch that. Like this sucked that this happened. But what did we learn and how do we change that going forward? And if you can switch it, you know, you can take a hit financially. You can take a hit personally. But those are always crucial learning moments that can that can push the needle for you going forward. Yeah. Yeah, it's that classic entrepreneur's diagram, right? Of like, you know, success and fail- success from start to beginning is not a straight line. It's Mm-mm. a bunch of right. yeah. going all over the place. Yep. But you're right, though, because you have to learn from those moments and you have to go through that to appreciate the growth and the hard work. And it doesn't make it worth it, right? If you don't right. just, you know, it's nothing's ever eat. Nothing worth doing is ever easy. That's right. Yes, right. And yeah, just having that appreciation. And to your point, you go looking four years ago, like I, 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 I struggle with it as well. But when I think back to the first thing I thought of was I came here with my golf clubs and my suitcase. That was it. You right. know, a set of golf clubs and one suitcase and 11 years later, I'm still here and I have a house and a wife and all. Like, you look back, you look at those two points, right? And they're miles apart. And miles apart. Mm-hmm. Wow, I've come so far. But then, like I said, you look at last month or yesterday and you're like, man, yesterday sucked. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, but you got to have that appreciation and, and that remembrance of we've come so far yes, we have a long way to go to reach what we want to do in our potential because as humans, we always strive and want to do more. And I think as men, we always want the next shiny big thing, yep. right? Yep. Like it's, uh, but it's good to ground yourselves like that. And and if you are going to celebrate, I mean, what do you guys do? Like, what, What's kind of your passions or what do you... We like to, so we really like to travel and okay, um, traveling, yeah. we like, we have a goal for our little, while our girls are little, mm-hmm. is to take them to two national parks a year. Yeah. So it's fun for us to get to celebrate. We try not to be uh, like buy them a lot of stuff, but to create memories with them. And um, it's hard because we're all so busy and they're in sports now. But we we love to celebrate with a weekend trip. It's a it's a beautiful country. Why not go see it? Yeah. Right. And that's the one thing about being here is like you can jump on a plane or jump in the car and you can go anywhere you want. Yeah. Anywhere you want. I would. That's one thing. We we just come back from a wedding and it was in North Carolina and it was. pain in the ass to get there and I almost before, the week before we, we flew out I said I just want to drive like I know it's 14 hours but I've never seen that side of the country and it'd be much easier to get there when you have a car instead of flying into Asheville and like paying through the nose for a rental and all that mm-hmm. stuff but driving around this country is something that I think a lot of people should actually take advantage of mm-hmm. yeah. yes it's beautiful and it? with flights now you're like is it going to be canceled right. is my <laughs> second flight right going to be canceled to get stuck in That's newark a, new jersey it's almost more fun to drive because it's more consistent right now yeah, yeah, yeah so finishing up what 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 do you guys i mean stay in the business right now what's the plans for you know obviously we're, we're planning for the new year um you know we're coming out of covid and i'm sure you're coming out of supply issues and all that nonsense that everyone in the trade's been dealing with but what is kind of your growth you know plans and goals for next year If you want to share about it. Yeah. Well, I think we're at the point. So when you first start, you know, it's 
hey, we grew 120%, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't mean, I mean, it sounds great yeah. when you put it on paper. It doesn't actually equivalent to a, a whole, whole lot. Um, and you can't do that. And so now that point. we've gotten to the size that we are, the growth, you know, now you're like, actually, typically standards would be for a great growing company is 10% a year, 10% a year. And I like to push the envelope a little bit more than that and double. So I, I'm looking for like at least a 20% growth. And adding. And, and that's not, that's just within what we've already are doing. So a couple of more people and, but right, we're talking about adding, we're going to add HVAC, um, maybe electrical, just adding different avenues to really kind of yeah just really blow up under yeah. the same brand as mm-hmm. Toby Champion HVAC and Champion yes. Electric mm-hmm. and yes. stuff like that and you already have everything you need to know about where you need to find these people mm-hmm. yes we already have the, the process already works, it's, right? The, right, yeah. it's the same model it's yeah. just building out a different um, skill yeah. yeah what and and with the I mean with the family business side of things do you have anyone in the family that's involved cousins uncles all that stuff or the kids mm-hmm. love it they, what do they think about it are they have they don't know anything not yet they could care you gonna keep them as far away yeah. as possible they could care less they yeah. get to do some of our um, marketing with their cute little pictures and yeah we do use them as little models <laughs> yeah from time to time it's like the classic dealership thing where all the kids are on the yeah. 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 family yeah. on a dealership yeah. and he that's does exactly a model right. from we like gotta take that tax deduction <laughs> so get over here kids yes get over here. you are employees of my yes. business we need to use you somehow that's right that's awesome uh seems like going forward you're i mean just throwing more money into the social side of things as well because that's mm-hmm. where you do a lot of your your marketing and, and yeah. you see a real return from it yeah. We are 75% digital, which is yeah. where we want to stay. And then within that, you know, within that, we um, really kill it in all of different channels. You mm-hmm. know, Google, we're heavy into Google. Um, but really our branding and our social media, well, that'll just continue to grow. Yeah. Do you find it hard as a business owner sometimes to justify the social media side of things because it's hard to like, kind of track ROI? I haven't because I think that I was given the department of handling marketing and I always look at things as how I buy things as buy things as a consumer. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, and he doesn't really make me explain myself. He lets me handle that. Um, branding has always been a big deal and it is hard to track that ROI. I mean, you can track it some to a degree on your organic search, but, um, we get the feedback. I mean, we get the people going, oh my gosh, I saw you on social media or even other business owners yeah. who will tag us in a TikTok or Instagram where we've supported them. So, I mean, this is how it works now. And you have to be, you would have to be um, completely out of your mind not to take advantage of that. Well, that's yeah. what I was thinking in my head was like, you'd be crazy. Like it doesn't, other than I, we have a manager, you know, we have someone who manages it all for yeah. us, obviously, but it doesn't cost us any money if we pick up the phone and make a TikTok video. Right. Yeah. It costs nothing. And that's where the eyes are. Yeah. And you don't, you don't, you know, of course it's a definitely like on demand service. People are still going to use Google and go, Oh, find a plumber. But over time, it's when people recognize your brand. That's why your branding is so important is, um, you want, you know, we want to be your hometown hero Mm -hmm. plumber. Yeah, it's it. And the reason I asked that question is I've had so many conversations with business owners in the past of you know people they they're hesitant to to buy to pay a social media manager or something like that 
because it's hard to quantify you know they they might see follower count as like mm-hmm. the only metric that you get right. but they don't dive into the right. insights and how many views you're getting and it's it can be very hard to explain to people who right. might have been in business for 30 years and they're like oh I need someone to do my social media well, I'll just ask my daughter to do it you right? could say the same thing on billboards you know the thing yeah. is not to put a phone number on a billboard anymore because people mm-hmm. are driving so how do you track that but people right. are still looking at billboards yeah. that's right you know and I would say social media is much much cheaper for brand recognition yeah. than every other avenue out there yeah and the goal is the brand recognition so you want them looking for champion plumbing you don't want them pulling you out of a lineup yeah you want them looking and for we you. feel like when the other people start Google they start bidding on our name and Google our competitors that's just like a flex for me. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Get on my name. name. I'm just going to drive the price up. Yeah, that's that, again. That that's a good day when that happens, right? You're yeah, looking at I don't like, care. People actually bidding on me. That's yeah. Awesome. Uh, all right. Last last thing. Quick fire round, which never really turns Uh-oh. to be quick fire. Um, <laughs> favorite movie. Favorite movie. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Great I have movie. never seen that. Great movie. I don't know. My wife's never seen that either. Okay, she what is or it? Snatch. Maybe Snatch. Snatch. Shawshank Redemption. Two, yeah. Shawshank Redemption. There are three great movies there. Okay, favorite song. Oh, um, Hey Little Girl by Bruce Springsteen. Ooh, okay. Right now for me, I think it's Trug Bed by Hardy. Okay. Uh, what are you Googling right now? What am I? Go- I googled something today. Uh, parts for my Jeep. I don't think I'm googling anything. If I look on TikTok for stuff, yeah. Um, usually, some sort of like health hack or vitamin. Okay. Or uh, skincare. Yeah. Or yeah. hair care. My wife's into that. I yeah. had a conversation with her last week and said when we when we first got married, we had like, you know, if you spend more than fifty dollars, you should probably tell your spouse. Right. We haven't done that for a long time. And I was like, hey, we haven't done this. We should probably bring this back. Because I keep seeing packages showing up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, like, no, we're good. Uh, yeah, I was like uh, and when the when the Amazon driver walks up and says, yeah, hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I didn't even order the stuff. We Yeah. Oops. So we had that conversation. I was like, what about if it's like a hundred or 150? And she's like, would you be mad at me if I told you how much I spent on skincare products? I was like, well, how long does it last for she's like oh it lasts for six months it's like okay well justified over six months yeah. we can break it down that's that, yeah yeah the first number like whoa that's way too much <laughs> um, what's your guilty pleasure probably reading okay I'm a reader it it allows me to decompress or scrolling TikTok definitely scrolling TikTok I get it's a guilty guilty pleasure Sounds like fantasy. fantasy football. Fantasy football? Yeah. I'm, t- I'm so bad at fantasy I don't do the leagues, though. I like daily. Oh, okay. So, so you're in really I, into it. So yeah. I can, like, I, I change my team every week, so I don't have to, like... He's got I, our 10-year-old creating teams, too, and she's not half bad. I mean, yeah. She really... Or is it basketball? She f- likes to do the basketball. Yeah, yeah she that's really... What she's, that's yeah. the score she plays. Yeah. Uh, what keeps you up at night? Owning a business. Payroll. How are we going to make it through? How are we going to make sure we keep our people on? Um, are they going to have another wreck in one of our vehicles? All of those. Is our insurance going to be non-renewed? Owning a business. <laughs> but you know what? Thank you for not saying me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, last one. Sounds like, I mean, you friend just mentioned the truck, but uh, dream car. Ooh. I don't care about cars. What do you got? All right, watches. Jewelry. What do you care about? I'm going. I'm going. To, I'm going to go with '69 Chevelle. Okay. 
What do I care about? <laughs> Travel? Dream Travel. vacation. Then. Like a probably probably her dream something would be like a vacation home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe we both have the same one too. I think we both want a house on Lake Tahoe. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Um, I have a bunch of these questions in here, so I'm going to pick the last one. Go to dessert. Ooh, creme brulee. Mm. Oh, really? Boulevard and Edmond Boulevard Steakhouse. Yeah. Have they ever turned the lights on in there? Or is it still pitch black? I love it. Do you really? Yes. I, it does I make can't me, see my food. It does, <laughs> it does make me sleepy. Yes. But I totally love the vibe. And I don't know if it's because I'm secretly like 70 years old, like all the people in there. So I but like the I love the vibe in there. Yeah. And okay. the music. And the food never disappoints. Oh, the yeah. food is so good. Oh, I like creme brulee. I, that's a hard one for me. Any, and chocolate. Anything chocolate. I have to eat gluten and dairy-free, so it's not fun. That's tough. And creme brulee is not dairy free. You should have said that as your guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cheating, cheating on my, on my food. diet. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, I don't that's have a sweet painful No, you don't. Uh-uh. So I'm that guy that I would rather order. You do steak. like Reese's peanut butter cups. No, I mean, I, I eat it. I don't dislike it. I just, I'm Are like, you big into like the jerky side of things then? Oh, I love, yeah, I love jerky. Okay. Yeah. Like, like the guy down the street who has the uh, jerky.com yes like that is your that is your spot one of our vendors sent him it Every was called trip, a man crate two bags of jerky and it had yeah. all these different jerkies in it it was a cool gift that yeah, is a cool, a cool gift, gift to have that yeah awesome well finishing up because I always say finishing up I don't know why because it's been 20 minutes since the last time I said anything you want to share with everyone listening obviously where they can find you but just I mean this is your thing to plug as much. You can, um, our website is called thechamps.com and we are on all socials and we're always hiring. Mm-hmm. We love to find our people. We want to change lives of our people. Anything else? And our people are just as important as our customers. I mean, it's. Our people are probably more important than our customers. I mean, they're our first customers. Well, yeah. They're our first customers. So, I mean, yeah, if you're looking for a great place to work with a, uh, a right really attitude. cool boss. <laughs> boss <You>? is. <laughs> boss is. Yeah. He's the boss of the shop. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't get to go to the shop very yeah. often. We can't work in the same building, That's so. Probably wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back to what I said at the start <laughs> flying objects. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. right. She gets to see me too often. She'll never miss me. Yeah. That's a good point. I'm going to say that to my wife next time I go play golf. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Definitely it does, especially with our dogs. When we were away for a week, my wife's like, I need, I miss my babies. I I need to go see my dogs. I'm like, really? Like I miss them too, but you know, not that much. (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you so much for coming down, sharing some awesome stories. Uh, I can't wait to do this again in 10, 20, however many years, just to see how far you guys have come and see how, how much the business has grown and, and all the other arms of the business that's going to come out in, in, the, in the years to come. But wish you all the best for the next uh, next year and the future years, and we will catch you guys next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed that great episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, huge shout-out to our sponsors, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, sharing Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, go to www oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at oklahomahof. Our other sponsor, the Chickasaw Nation, amazing sponsor. They do amazing things for the state and they're always sponsoring something in Oklahoma. They're a huge supporter of Oklahoma and without their support, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And finally, our third sponsor for today, the Oklahoma 988 Mental Health Lifeline. 
988 is the direct three-digit lifeline that connects you with the trained behavioral health professionals that can get all Oklahomans the help that they need. Learn more by visiting 988oklahoma.com. It's 988oklahoma.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.